0: This is Arvind Viraj, and you're listening to a special episode of Resource Center, part of a series that we are running this week in conjunction with Industrial Transformation Asia-Pacific or ITAP that's happening from the 22nd to the 24th of November as a hybrid, which means a physical and virtual event. Now, joining us on the show today is Zulira Abubaka, CEO of Technology Park Malaysia or TPM, an entity that has championed the fourth industrial revolution here in Malaysia and who will be at ITAP to drive something called the Drone Tech roadmap. Zulera, thanks for joining us today. Um, Let's start there, you know, like what were the drivers behind the development of this drone tech roadmap?
1: So the the drone tech roadmap in itself is something that uh, we are currently building, but it's really um, done on the back of the potential of the industry in itself. So if you look at the global drone tech industry, we are looking to sort of generate about 127 billion US dollars by 2025 this is just the potential right global potential and um if you look at how drones continue to evolve or drone applications continue to evolve and to be applied across various use cases right it's it, it's uh, these days it's as simple as delivery of um, uh, goods, uh, logistics, and we've even started to see delivery of uh, medical supplies and emergency supplies, right? So delivery is one part of the use case. Um, Another big use case for drones, especially in Malaysia, is in the agricultural sector, right? So the agri-sector really, um, I think, currently contributes to about 30 to 40% of uh, drone services, Uh, in Malaysia in itself, with many drone companies actually providing uh, solutions for agriculture. This is across um, spraying of pesticides, analytics, um, surveillance, um, and many more, right? So, But uh, in addition to agriculture, there are other use cases as well. Uh, I think we're looking at surveillance, um, uh, building monitoring. Now, looking at that in itself, um, it signifies a lot of things, right? Cost savings, um, efficiencies, um, usage on uh, of data to actually enable certain decision making. Now all of that is going to actually contribute to this um, uh, market potential that I just spoke about. Yeah, it's only fitting that we look into a roadmap to encapsulate the potential and how we're going to sort of arrive and achieve that potential.
0: What is Maranti's role in this? Like what are the key milestones that Maranti will be driving?
1: Okay, so Maranti's role within the ecosystem is really to to consolidate strength of the two agencies that are really being merged right now. Uh, so Maranti is not a new agency. It is a consolidation between TPM and MAGIC, which is uh, both a mosty agency. So essentially, Meranti's Mar- role will be looking at gaps, opportunities, right? looking at what we've done best and looking at areas that we can improve on on both sides, right? Both MAGIC's offerings as well as TPM's offerings, which is both within the technology and commercialization ecosystem in Malaysia, right? So I think we're looking at a number of key things. Um, as a nation, As a national mandate, we're definitely looking at commercialization rates, looking at increasing the number of commercialized entities. Um, And of course, in looking at that, we need to look at how do we actually accelerate technology creation and adoption, which is a big thing in terms of um, accelerating commercialization. Um, and of course, another key aspect that we look at and currently working on is to accelerate the number of technology companies in itself. Solutions is one thing, but moving them into entities and giving them the entrepreneurship support to grow and hence commercialize the technology is what we will be looking at under Muranti.
0: And, you know, just like sticking with uh, milestones for a bit, what are the milestones that Maranti are hoping to achieve with this roadmap?
1: So, as I mentioned earlier, our ecosystem really is the tech and innovation ecosystem. So, our mandate is basically to catalyze and take it forward, nah, right? Um, so, our mandate is, a, is to be a one-stop agency where we will be looking at centering all commercialization activities, support, Uh, be technology adoption support, commercialization support, entrepreneurship support, investment support, right? So it will be um, a sort of a convener, um, uh, an agency that would sort of orchestrate all of this support, right? Um, And our key mission is to look at accelerating ideas and delivering impact. So we, we go by this mantra on... Um, driving greater return on ideas and alongside we will drive return on investments. Now in terms of areas of focus, we'll be looking at four key areas, right? So of course I mentioned earlier, stimulate commercialization of demand-driven R&D. We want to look at it from a more mission-oriented approach. Increasing connections, right? Building all sorts of partnerships to enable the commercialization ecosystem to flourish. And of course then in that process, we want to develop innovations, inventions, and support inventors that meets industry needs or societal demands. So this is this goes back to my point earlier. We need our solutions to and um, commercialization efforts to be mission oriented. Right, And at the other key focus is also to provide sufficient support as far as infrastructure is concerned. So this is where TPM comes into play. Um, we will be supporting through labs, incubation facilities, testing facilities, test beddings um, to take innovation to market. Because testing and validation is a big part of getting technology to market.
0: Yeah. So just expanding outside uh, Malaysia for a bit. So what can global drone tech players expect from this roadmap?
1: So I think going back to the earlier point on the roadmap in itself, as I mentioned, we are in the process of developing a roadmap. And currently we are identifying what are the levers to actually create that roadmap right? and identify uh, the value chain or identify the gaps and opportunities within drone tech in itself, areas that needs to be improved. So along with that is that we're looking at, of course, gaps. A big part of the gap would also include regulatory intervention. Um, drone it operates in a very highly regulated environment, of course, because safety is a key issue. So we are looking at several aspects of the regulations and we're working with regulators like the Civil Aviation Authority, who has been very, very supportive in terms of supporting the industry needs, right? So, um, so that will be a, a big uh, aspect that will be addressed through the roadmap. Uh, and of course, looking at other supporting infrastructure. So going back to what I mentioned earlier, testing, validating, and providing technology support is important for the drone tech ecosystem, right? So we need to identify which part of the value chain do we best operate in? What are the areas of the value chain that we need to continue to build? Uh, for example, uh, the analytics or the data part of the drone is where scalability will sit, right? Uh, again, I think the hardware or the or the real the uh, the device in itself is is a hardware game, and it's in in and we're looking at more and more companies beginning to develop drones. In fact, I think China is the factory of the world when it comes to drones, and you know many other things. So we need to identify which part of this entire drone technology ecosystem should we sort of build value and build depth in. And I think looking at global trends and application. Um, And use case across various industries, it is very important to look at the analytics and the ability to capture data. Uh, So this is the areas that I think we should be looking at as well, uh, as far as the technology development is
0: concerned. Right. So as uh, mentioned before, you will be involved with ITAP this year. When is the launch happening at ITAP?
1: Uh, so the the ITAP launch is happening on the 22nd of November, as we have planned it so far. And uh, we would be having our uh, Minister of Science, Technology and Innovation who would be giving the opening address uh, and also talking more about our drone tech uh, ecosystem plans as well as our roadmap. Now, I think just to also build back on the roadmap that we're building, another key enabler is an initiative that we've recently launched, which is the Area 57. So we've actually earmarked a five-acre uh, land space at Technology Park Malaysia in itself, uh, situated out of Bukit Jalil in uh, KL, where we've actually earmarked, as I mentioned, five acres of land, which will be designated for an R&D to commercialization site for the drone tech ecosystem players, right? So it will be um, a facility that will be equipped with uh, a runway to test drones, to fly drones, um, as well as facilities uh, that would include uh, maintenance and repair, um, office space, as well as um, R&D labs. Uh, So we're looking at a one-stop center here at uh, the technology park itself, focusing on the drone tech industry so it's um this is in part efforts to actually consolidate or bring together the drone tech players as you as i mentioned earlier um the drone tech industry or the drone tech potential globally is huge now and malaysia plays a very important role or or, or contributes Uh, a a big part to this global market and um, it's important for us to have a integrated ecosystem within Malaysia to help the local drone tech players and with that we hope that we'd be able to also attract international players, international tech as well as uh, international partnerships.
0: You know you mentioned this earlier that Malaysia is in a prime position to rise as a global drone tech ecosystem powerhouse right so What are our strengths? Like what gives us that prime position?
1: Okay, so if if you're looking at our potential in itself, based on some of the study that uh, we've done, Malaysia has the potential of 50.7 billion drone tank economic GDP by 2030. Again, this was an estimate done by the Malaysian Institute of Economic Research, um, which actually states that Malaysia's economy has the capacity to create 70,000 jobs for every 1% increase in its GDP growth. So, we actually have a number of drone companies in Malaysia which are globally ranked. We have Aerodyne, which is number one at the moment and continues to grow rapidly in the global stage. Similarly, we've got other drone companies like Polar Drone, um, Teradrone, and many more. The list actually continues. In fact, in Malaysia in itself, we've got close to 80 drone companies which are registered and providing commercial services. Now, again, that's just a potential. Now, this is judging from all the the key uh, areas of um, application that I've just spoke about earlier. Now, we're looking at four key segments, sorry, three key segments, agriculture, manufacturing, services sector, of which Malaysia were expected to contribute 4.3% of the global market by 2030. Right, um, and I think as a single country, that's a huge contribution. Now, um, I think this is also an opportunity where we would be looking at attracting global drone players to come in to invest in Malaysia to expand their operations in Malaysia. Simply because we've got the right um, testbed facilities, right, in Malaysia, and use case which is uh, viable to to validate drone and its services in particular use cases, right? So if you're talking about potential of the drone tech, now I think let's not forget the potential of job creation. In fact, based on the study that we've done uh, and some of the studies out there, the Malaysian drone tech industry in itself has the capability of generating close to 100,000 jobs by 2030. Now, when we're talking about jobs, we're talking about high value jobs, right? These are data scientists, um, engineers, software engineers, um, AI experts, etc. Right, and and of course this also includes drone pilots. Right, so that's a big part of the job creations as well. Also, regulations we're looking at by twenty thirty. Part of the roadmap, what we're looking to achieve is hopefully, um, and we're very ambitious about this. That the drone flight approval process, we hope to be able to attain that in one day. Or immediately by twenty thirty, it's a it's a long process because currently the approval process, as many drone tech players can 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 appreciate, it's a lengthy, um, uh, quite uh, quite a tedious process where it involves multiple agencies and multiple approval channels. So we're looking at standardizing um, and integrating into one approval process. Hopefully by twenty thirty.
0: Right. And, and who are you seeking to attract and partner with? Like, what do you say to them?
1: So I think in terms of uh, global partnerships, we are opening our doors to technology partners, international companies, um, drone players, uh, international drone players who have seen it, who have done it, who have developed great technologies and, you know, willing to come in and uh, to be part of the Malaysian ecosystem, which is growing at par, with the global ecosystem, um, we are creating state-of-the-art infrastructure support to support our drone tech ecosystem, which we have, which we are looking to elevate to global global um, level. But I think, without forgetting, we need to be able to invest in the growth of the drone tech ecosystem, which is why I am, you know, openly inviting global drone tech players, investors, MNCs, global companies to come in and explore the potential of Malaysia and opportunities that lie within Malaysian technology ecosystem broadly and in particular the drone type ecosystem for Malaysia.
0: Right. Zulera, thank you so much for your time. That was Zulira Abubakar, CEO of Technology Park Malaysia, or TPM. You can find out more about ITAP at industrial-transformation.com. Be sure to tune in tomorrow again as we feature yet another heavyweight in this space that's driving the fourth industrial revolution here in Malaysia. This has been Resource Centre on BFM 89.9.